This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Yeah, Council. WVEI-FM and WVEI-HD1. Westerly, Providence. Your home for the Red Sox, the Bruins, and the best sports talk. Southern New England Sports Original. 103.7 WEEI. Always live on the free Odyssey app. Yeah! Kick it! We now return to Meter and the Coach. Call the show at 401-737-1287. Southern New England Sports Original, 1037 WEI. Welcome back. Hour number two of Meter and the Coach on 1037 WEI. John Meter Perel under the weather this weekend. Scott Credici filling in for him along with former Friars head coach Tim Welsh, Joe Passarelli running the ship in our Worcester, Massachusetts studio. Uh, Tim, my apologies to our listeners. I, I, I said that Joe Hassett would be joining us. Joe lost his voice yesterday at the end amidst all the hoopla of Ed Cooley uh, in his return with Georgetown to Providence. So Joe will not be with us this morning to talk college basketball. Oh, that, that's my fault. I should inform you. Joe, just, Joe, Joe let us know earlier that uh, – he will be listening. He's a loyal listener if he's not on the golf course, which he will not be today, I'm sure. Uh, but uh, I did catch a lot of John and Joe yesterday in between uh, plays and going to plays and going to fifth grade basketball, and uh, they were on fire. <laughs> they were on fire yesterday. You know, they. it's funny, and you know this, Scott, going to a lot of games, doing games, is that the electricity in the building is so important. Uh, that makes you they kind of pump some blood into your veins when there's a, a building that's so fired up like yesterday was. And uh, those guys just took it on as well. But Joe had some great points. And, you know, I stole a few of them just talking about the Friars and the turnover issues. And, you know, he was talking about that a little bit yesterday on the air and just how they were at, at some times they they got caught standing around on offense a little bit and they're best when they're moving. Not only moving, and, and Joe made a great point. He said, "Yeah, they've got to, they've got to push the pace, and that's what Kim English. That's his. That's their identity, uh, to p- play fast. And if you ever go to their practices, uh, they put 20 seconds up on the clock, and they they play to a 20 second shot clock in practice. So that's why you know, that's and that's you can see that that's been that's they've really adapted to that style." And that's what, you know, when they're going up and down the floor, which they were late in the game yesterday, that's when they're at their best. Yep. 
All right, so if, if since Joe's not going to be with us, uh, we can switch gears if you want to talk a little football here in hour number two. We spent all hour number one talking about the Friars, Ed Cooley's return, and local college basketball. Today it is Conference Championship Sunday in the National Football League and a couple of good matchups in the AFC at 3 o'clock this afternoon. The Kansas City Chiefs and Patrick Mahomes will visit Lamar Jackson of the Baltimore Ravens. And then in the NFC title game at 6.30, it is the upstart Detroit Lions in San Francisco to meet the 49ers. Tim, give me your thoughts on those two games. Well, I was surprised how good the – Chiefs played last week on the road. You know, you wondered uh, much was made about it that Patrick Mahomes had never played on a road in a road game uh, in the playoffs. And I wasn't concerned about him going on the road. I mean, he can play on the moon and be still be the best player in in the NFL. Uh, it's just that his receivers and they've gotten better. His his uh, he's trusting his receivers more. They're they're answering the call. Kelsey's still solid out there he can make plays and you know the bills just uh you know i don't know the bills you just shake your head at the bills and some of the moves they made you know the fake punt but having said all that they're gonna they're going into the lion's den today i think it's going to be over for the chiefs today i think you know unless unless lamar jackson can't handle the big moment and i don't think that's the case anymore i think he's he's grown up now and understands what he needs to do i just can't see the chiefs controlling him on the road i think i think the ravens will prevail today I kind of agree with you on that. I, I'm rooting for Kansas City and Patrick Mahomes, but I, I think the Baltimore Ravens win this game. You know, Baltimore, I give them a lot of credit. Really, in their entire existence as a franchise, they have played a style of football that not a lot of the league uh, plays or wants to play. It's just a physical black and blue we're going to, you know, just physically beat you up style of play. That's been their identity, and, and, and maybe it's part of where they play Baltimore. It's just kind of a rough, tough team for a rough, tough city. And, you know, I think the, the only question I have is Lamar Jackson, and I think he went, you know, he went a long way toward answering those questions last week uh, in his performance in the divisional round. You know, he came into the playoffs this year, one and three in his lifetime in the postseason. So people want to know, can he get the Ravens to a Super Bowl and win one? And, you know, this is still going to be a proving ground for him today against the Chiefs, because if he falls flat in his face, people are still going to have those questions. But. I just think the Ravens, you know, all-around offense, defense are a better team. They get Andrews back at tight end, so that should certainly help them. But, you know, Patrick Mahomes is Patrick Mahomes. And as you pointed out, Tim, you know, those receivers that were dropping balls all season long, they looked a little better last week. And, you know, maybe they have gotten better. And Mahomes' patience with them, maybe it's paying off right now. So I wouldn't count Kansas City out, but I like the Ravens to win today as well. Yeah, I do. I, I, you know, they their defense too is is not going to make mistakes against Mahomes. They're, I think they're going to do a good job of keeping him in the pocket. Uh, they're going to put pressure on him. You know, can they control the running game, Pacheco? I don't know. Uh, I think they can. You know, I, and that building is going to be just on fire today. I think that all everything is rolled the right way for the Ravens. It just seems like it's their year. Yep. And then the NFC at uh, six thirty tonight. The Detroit Lions in San Francisco to take on the 49ers. I I feel the same way about this game that I do the early game, and that is I'm pulling for Detroit. I mean, it would be a great story to see the Lions in the Super Bowl, but I kind of like the 49ers in this one. We shall see. 
Yeah, that's Joe's. That's Joe's uh, wheelhouse right there. You know, Debo yep. Samuel looks like he. Debo yeah, De- Debo's like gonna he- play. He's been practicing. He's a go. I know Joe Tooney's out for the Chiefs. That may affect them. Um, but yeah, Niners are a full go. Um, the tight end that the Lions signed from Arizona, he's not gonna play. Um, Zach Ertz. Yeah, I think the the way that the Lions can win, and I'm not rooting for the Lions. I like I. I'd like to see the 49ers Ravens Super Bowl uh, is the put pressure on Brock Purdy uh, and see how he handles it. You know, we saw him, you know, he was not great against the Packers. Uh, so we'll see, you know, if the, his little fairy tale can end that, you know, I, they do a good job though of scheming and understand when he is not right out there, uh, they they get away from him. They don't let, they don't let him run the game. They get very conservative and, you know, that could that could hurt them. That could hurt the 49ers. Uh, and, and coach, that's how Shanahan's been throughout this whole run. Even with Garoppolo, um, if he doesn't trust, if he doesn't feel the quarterback's matchup is great, he will lean on the run. I think it's going to be a huge Christian McCaffrey day. And the weather is trending to be nice, 70 degrees out in San Francisco. No rainy day where he's going to need the glove. Um, I think the key is the Niners need to get out early because the Lions, if the Lions believe they have a chance if they hang around in this game this game could be trouble for san francisco yeah i mean christian McCaffrey obviously is is huge for them and he's he's healthy he's he's a tough out you know he is the tough out in in any game home field i think it's going to be huge and the moment for the lions i mean yeah dan campbell's a nice story and you know you know bite your kneecap, grab your ankle or whatever he wants to say. But, you know, in the, when it all comes down to, you know, finally finishing off a game on the road and for, to go to the Super Bowl, is he the guy that's going to make the right calls? Uh, I'm not sure. I'm not sure. I mean, you saw even the way they managed the end of the game last week against Tampa Bay where they snapped the ball. Uh, they snapped the ball too soon when they were trying to run out the clock. And they would have given – Tampa Bay, 36 more seconds to have the ball back, but uh, their brilliant coach, Todd Bowles, didn't use one of his final timeouts and said the game was over. But So that that's, that concerned me about Dan Campbell, the way they managed the end of that game, and, you know, what will he do in a tight moment today? Yeah. And, you know, speaking of the 49ers, Tim, I, I, I've been saying this for a few weeks now. I don't know how you feel about it. So the Patriots sitting with the number three pick in the draft, and – A lot of speculation. Who are they going to take? Are they going to take one of the three quarterbacks, Caleb Williams, Drake May, or Jaden Daniels? Do they consider taking Marvin Harrison, the talented uh, wide receiver Marvin Harrison Jr. from Ohio State? Um, My feeling is this. I would rather them build this team like the 49ers built theirs. And what I mean by that is, I want to build. I want a solid offensive line. I want tremendous skill players at wide receiver, tight end, and running back. And then I'll throw whoever at quarterback back there. Uh, and it's not to. I don't want to dismiss the importance of the quarterback position. It's the most important position on the field. But uh, I just feel like in the NFL, even if you take a quarterback one, two, three, four, five, there's no guarantee that quarterback pans out. I feel like Marvin Harrison Jr appears to be more of a sure thing at his position than those three quarterbacks that I mentioned earlier are at theirs to pan out as great pros. So I would rather see them go after Marvin Harrison Jr. 
maybe draft a quarterback in the second, third, fourth, whatever, and then sign a veteran quarterback. And, you know, with all the money they have in free agency, maybe go out and get a left tackle or whatever. You know, shore up your wide receiver core, your tight end position. How do you feel about that? What do you think the Patriots should and will do with that third pick? No, I agree with you. They, it's, they have more than one hole, and, and Gerard Mayer talked about it. He said quarterback, uh, offensive line, you know, skill positions on the outside. Uh, it, you've got to address the offense first and foremost, plain and simple. Uh, the offense hasn't been – it's been ignored now for years, uh, and you see it. It's been a slow burn. You know, first the quarterback situation with Cam Newton, you know, then the drafting and the lack of anybody up front who has any – uh, who can really dominate a game. Uh, you saw that. And, yeah, listen, they still – and this is, might sound crazy, but if they can build with a, a good team and a good scheme, they still have Mac Jones there. I mean, I've seen – you've seen him play well. You've seen him play well. Now, what? why he went south, uh, there's a lot of reasons, I'm sure. But I think he's curable to be where he can, he can manage the team uh, until that – rookie quarterbacks ready or maybe he's good enough i mean we've seen baker mayfield he 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 was he was destroyed in a couple places and now you saw jared goff with the, the lions i'm not totally sold that he is just somebody to throw out the window especially you've got a controlled salary now so now you you can build you can put a lot of pieces out there and you have a different voice that can give him confidence and i think that's important as well so you know that i i agree with you I agree with you. Let's not just take that third pick and be happy. Let's let's go out and make, make some moves with your picks and maybe move around and get another move up a little bit with some of your late picks and find somebody in the second round. And then, of course, sign the free agent. I'm not sure how the, the depth of the pool of free agents this year is that great. So you don't want to just burn money on guys that can't play like they did a couple years ago. So that's that. That's an issue. And who's making the call, Scott? That's the other thing. Who's making the call on these free agents and the drafts? Right. Yeah. I mean, I, I that that is still to be determined. But it looks like uh, Gerard Mayo has settled on a defensive coordinator. Demarcus Covington, the defensive line coach, uh, apparently is the choice to be promoted to D.C. Your thoughts on that? Well, it just tells you that the Belichicks will not, are are not going to be around. And, uh, you know, he, Gerard Mayo, I don't know what he's doing with his staff, but, you know, to go out and say that Steve Belichick and Brian Belichick are welcome back, uh, I think that might be a little disingenuous uh, from his part because, you know, Steve Belichick's been calling the plays on defense. Uh, why why isn't he going to be the defense coordinator? Because his last name's Belichick. I mean, I thought they had a good relationship. Seemingly, everyone said he did a very good job in that role. But, you know, I don't know anything about this guy Covington, uh, but yeah, I think it sounds to me, they're moving away from everything that has anything to do with Bill Belichick, even though this guy was in the, in the system, he's not really a bill, but you know, you don't think of him as being a bill Belichick guy. Right. You know, interesting report, you know, we, speaking of Bill Belichick, maybe we'll put this on hold till we come back from the break and Joe gives us a trending now, but, uh, Bill Belichick uh, left out apparently in the uh, game of head coaching musical chairs in the NFL. A lot of people think he'll be sitting out the 2024 season, but it was thrown out there yesterday that that may not be the case entirely. I'll let you know what that story is about when we come back. You're listening to Meter and the Coach on 103.7 WEEI.
Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. 